Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. Sip and squat! Packed house tonight. Packed house tonight. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rolski. To my right, Troy Pierce is back. To my left, Corey the K. To my other left, Mr. Roush. You may know him from the Mayor's Cup podcast. Is here and across the table, my main man, DG. What up, DG? Well, well, well. Here we are. We haven't had this many uh, fellers sitting around the sip and, sip and serve recording table in a while. Yeah, the sip and serve studio is pretty packed tonight, isn't it? It is standing room packed only. House. Standing if anybody room else only. came, if anybody else came down here, they would have to stand. There's nowhere for them to sit. Or Devine would kick their ass out. <laughs> One or the other. So, gentlemen, I'm glad you guys are here. Welcome to part one of two of the Sip and Serve Roundtable. This is the first time we're ever going to do this. We're going to do a two-parter here because we're going to have a long podcast tonight. We're recording on Friday, December the 4th. We're, we're probably going to go for maybe close to two and a half hours here, so we're going to split it up. Tuesday, you guys are going to get part one, Twisted Tuesday. On Thursday, Thirsty Thursday, you guys are going to get part two. We're going to split it in half. So this is the first time, guys, so congratulations. You guys are a part of history here. What do you guys think? Troy, what's up? Rouse, what's up? Chime in. We'll see how long I can last tonight. I mean, you said two hours. <laughs> Usually you're pretty quick. Minutes. What, are you tired from working on the yard? I've had a long week. Well, tell us about it. What's what's up? Well, it's just work. I mean, it's, it's a busy... I don't know how your schedule works, but, you know, the first week every month is pretty brutal for me. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a real yeah. bear. I got to get all the numbers in for the, uh, you know, the P and L's. The, the company. Sounds yeah. exciting. Let me company, go ahead and cut him off. Let me. Yeah. I'm, How's your hey, week thanks, been? Thanks, Roll. How's your I'm, week I'm happy been, to be Ralph? here too. Hey, you know, I don't know like anybody else, but you know, you start your week. It's a long week, you know, and just like TJ said, I don't, I don't want to go down that road. But uh, yeah, it was, it was a good week. It was fun. <laughs> but uh, you know, my week, my week's been pretty good. I've had a great week. I've been getting off. I only worked 32 hours this week. Is that right? Eight hours? Two? No. Six, o- six hours a day? Yeah. 30. 30. I've only worked 30 hours this week. Sorry. Math's a little off. I had a few bush lights. But uh, I had a great week. You know, I've been deer hunting every night. I haven't had much luck. I've seen a lot of deer, just not what I want. But Friday night, boys, I got the boys in the studio. Let's have a good one tonight. What do you guys say? Oh, yeah. I, mean, I see some good-looking faces in here, but there's one face I don't really recognize. Troy, that beard is getting thick, man. <laughs> November's over. Are you going to keep it? Keep it for the winter? Yeah, it, it keeps me warm, man. And plus, I'm working from home, so. i tell I mean, you what. What's your wife think about that? I think she's all right with it. I like to think that I'm partly responsible. I feel like I, I'm... Well, this could just be me, but... I feel like I was part of the reason. I feel like I talked him into it. Once we got back from Colorado, I said, dude, you need to grow that out. I think it would look good if you had a beard. And wasn't he in here soon after that and he had it, like he was starting to grow it, and I said, Troy, that looks great. I mean, that, I think I might have like patted patted you up a little bit. Like, dude, you got to keep that thing. And I'll Fluff tell you what, out. that mustache, 
That's, is incredible. That's what's impressive. It is. Much, it is thick. That it's, is. It's that, very you don't thick. even see that. Up you ever try to comb that thing? I'll bet the tooth break off when you're trying to comb it. <laughs> Holy shit! That, that's what I mean. Like, I mean, I gotta trim it around my mouth because it'll kind of you kind of eat. You don't like eat. chewing on it? I like chewing on my mustache every now and then. So, I mean, when is it to the point where it it <clears> stops <throat> pushing out? Like. Protruding. I'm going to tell you at this point, Troy, that thing is not going to fucking stop. <laughs> that thing is huge. I mean, that's a hell of a mustache, man. I mean, I wish I could grow one like that because I would shave the rest of my face right now and just rock that thing. Just leave the stash? Yes. You look good. Well, I can't stand it. I don't think I've ever seen one with a, mu- just, I haven't a either. mustache like that in 30, what, two years? Yeah, I've never had it this. Gee, a beard, really. I, did you call this a beard, or is this like a five o'clock no, shadow? That's a beard. That's, that's, a, a, that's a beard. That's a beard. Okay. That's, that's a good looking that's beard. That's a good beard. But I, I mean, that's a damn good beard. But beard. as you're looking at it, I can't, I can't handle it on my neck. That's all right. So I that, shaved yesterday. So that's I why I've kind of trimmed it up to, to what do you call this? My jawbone. Jawline. Yeah, you're jawline. just you're just lining her up. I tell you what, Troy. You know what? Your beard looks good. But I'm sure the sipping squad out there, every time you're on, you give us an update, son. We're at the beginning of December here. It's it's snowed. It's been cold. How's the yard? How is the yard? <laughs> well, I don't have to touch it in the winter, really. Okay. Yeah. Would you call this winter? Does it still have some mildly warm days? Are you going to mow it again? I don't think I'm going to have to mow again. But... My neighbors mowed a couple of times, and I kind of pissed you off, didn't it? Well, I'm like, what are you mowing? I mean, what you're just cutting like a quarter inch off the top? I mean, leveling it. Yeah, leveling it. And I'm like, I don't, I just don't even want to take the time to do that. I mean, it takes me. I gotta put. I push mow, and I I ride the back. And what? I I push mow the front and the sides, and then I ride. I got a a riding mower. Oh, I ride oh you ride okay. the back. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I got a little off. <laughs> All right, so you're push mowing and you're riding the back. So so are we going to do that any more this year, you I, think? You don't think? I think I'm done. Okay. You putting any more furt down? You throwing furt? Are we throwing any furt? <laughs> you throwing down? No, I've already threw, threw down earlier, so we're good on that. <laughs> hey, did you guys see that? Uh, well, hey, Troy, I appreciate you telling the listeners about the yard. Appreciate that. Did you guys see... I, I seen this on Twitter. I know Roush I, and Troy. I don't think you guys have Twitter, but I seen this on Twitter. Um, Marshawn Lynch was talking to some reporter or something. He, he admitted to taking shots of Hennessy in the locker room before going out to play a football game in the NFL. So, so uh, it was Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning's got his own show now. Okay, on, uh, kind of like an all access NFL type show. Okay, it's on ESPN Plus. But yeah. Uh, it, he was asking him about pregame rituals, and oh. Pey- Peyton Manning. One of I just seen the tweet. I didn't see the video or nothing. I forget. Peyton Manning mentioned one of his rituals. It was weird. Of but, course uh, it is. But Marshawn, I mean, you could. Sorry for interrupting. No, go ahead. Can you look at Peyton Manning and just say, "I bet he's a weird dude in you know closed doors." Yeah, he kind of looks like just one of them weirdos i mean he, i mean he just well, does. commercials he's probably just it's probably normal for him he's weird in all his commercials he's probably just yeah he's true just, just not even acting he's just a weird dude but he had a hell of a cannon just on him weird whatever one of the greatest quarterbacks of <laughs> all time yeah. yeah just weird like but that. go ahead with your marshawn lynch but yeah you? he um 
I mean, you already mentioned it with the Hennessy. Like a shot or a shot and a half of Hennessy before every game. Before every game. I, I And it to to watch him play and how loose he was on the sidelines and stuff, it, it doesn't surprise me at all. And you know what else gets me? Um, have you ever seen the videos of him on the sidelines? Kind of like the all-access stuff, them little cameras that are on the sidelines. The son of a gun is just smashing Skittles all the way through the game. Yeah. So he's he's got a belly full of Hennessy. And then he's smashing Skittles while the defense is on the field, and then he goes back out and scores a touchdown. Yeah. Blows my mind. Yeah. I mean, these pregame rituals just blow my mind. Do you, do you, do you, have you ever seen that clip of him when he was in college when he was driving the golf cart all yes. over the place? Yes. You remember after he uh, retired and Skittles hired him to do that commercial, yep. and, and he goes in, he goes to Scotland and he's talking to a bunch of Scottish people riding around that bicycle? <laughs> Dude, I would love to hang out with him. But – I mean, yeah, he's taking shots and he's eating Skittles. But did you ever see the video this past Thanksgiving when he was out in handing his out turkeys hometown in the middle of the highway, stopping traffic, yeah, handing out that. turkeys? I saw that. Yeah, I man. mean, the guy gives back. He I gives seen back. A, I seen a video the other day. It was another Marshawn Lynch video. People were just sharing the shit out of his stuff on Twitter, and he was literally talking to someone, and. They asked him what he was what he was going to do for Christmas. Richard, it was Richard Sherman on the sideline. Yeah, he asked him, what are you going to do for Christmas this year? He goes, Christmas? He goes, I got to do Thanksgiving first, man. I'm going back to the hood, and I'm handing out all kind of turkeys. I'm trying to build my hood back up. I'm like, man. What a guy. That's what, I mean, he's a multimillionaire, all-star running back at this time. He played for the Seattle Seahawks, and he's just going back to his hood on the holiday, just to hand out turkeys and, you know, build it back up. Yeah, man. Stand up. Beast mode. Good dude. All around good dude. Funny as hell, too. Oh, man. I would listen to his podcast if he had one. Oh, oh dude. Oh, he, yeah, he's absolutely. Gotta, he's got to get one. Hey, we had a question a couple weeks back, and it was um, you had to create your own game show. And I had that one that's kind of like Extreme Shoots and Ladders. Yeah. I, I want to change. I want to go back and revise my answer. I want Marshawn Lynch to host that thing. I think he'd be a great host was for he, like a yeah. – what channel did you want to put that on? It was um, because it was, I think Marty asked the question. Yeah. It was about um, you had to create a, a game show that t- a CBS or something. It was e- either CBS or NBC. Yeah, I can't you guys remember. went off the rail with the <laughs> Clay did. I remember he he would be a character. Oh yeah, I forget what my game show. Oh, well, uh, I don't even. It was on the Ocho, right? Yeah, the Ocho. Mom, mom was the pregame college football show. Yeah, it was a great answer. Frats versus brats. Yeah, for, yeah, frats That's, and brats. Was was Lynch the one that did that the interview? And he would say he just kept repeating repeating himself. Well, what would he say? I'm just here because I don't want to get fined. Oh yeah, yeah. that's it. I'm here. That, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yeah. Yep. That, yeah, that's the same guy, right? Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, and he's also the uh, the running back that Carroll didn't give him the ball in the one that threw that interception to lose the Super Bowl. To the Patriots. Ooh. It was on the one-yard line, and he's called beast mode for a reason, and you don't hand it off to him. You try to throw like a little slant, you get picked off to lose the Super Bowl. Carroll. Bad play. Damn. Play one play. of the worst plays in Super Bowl history. I mean, it'll go down. It might be number one. They talked about that for months afterwards. Yeah. Mm. But uh, enough about sports. What else is on your guys' mind? Bots. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Tell them. Me and Troy had a conversation before you two arrived. Troy, fill them in. What'd you say? Bot? 
B-O-T-S, bots. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got a good conversation here, boys. You're going to enjoy this. Uh, Go ahead. Is it? It's Rubots. Yeah. And it's on, uh, I think it's the Discovery Channel. BattleBots, right? BattleBots, that's it. See, I ain't even a a true fan. I watched it last night. I think it was the 2020, like... World premiere. Startup. Yeah, it was like opening day for for BattleBots. BattleBots. And, uh, you know, they had, you know, one... One v one v one type of thing. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a it's it's not really a tournament bracket like they have. I mean, it's like a league. It's like a league. So let's just Such say brackets. Yeah, and- let's just say me and Troy here. They, I mean, me, they got their own like uh they got their own leagues, and then you know they got winners of the division. Let's say they got their own divisions. So me and Troy here, we're going to build up our own bots. Troy, can you take it from there? I kind of I try to explain. Well, you, every every like group has a team. And they're big into like engineering, and you know some people's got like graphic designers and engineers, and yeah, they can build about anything. And these these bots have like saws on them, or the so, one the one the other night had like it was called Sneal or something. It was like an eel. It was real long, and it was had two two carts on the end, and it was supposed to like try to wrap around a, another bot and try to electrocute it if it was well a just capture it and then just saw it up because oh, it, it, okay. it had a blade on both the the carts on the end okay so basically these are remote control vehicles with like knives or saws or any kind yeah. of machinery that would tear another bot up so it's the people controlling it right like the teams yes. they're yes, the ones it's, actually it's, it's, it's not just a, they don't just put them in a ring and they just go out no, no no they have like remote controls like a car would i think i've seen this you know yeah. them rc cars now them hopped up rc cars it's about like that but you're controlling like knives and stuff i've seen some clips or something somewhere along my it's old school like they, we, they have been around all, a long it's time. been around a long time man like i used to watch this when i was little and troy came in tonight he goes hey <laughs> have you ever seen battle bots i said uh, yeah like years ago he goes 2020 premiere was last night. <laughs> I said, what? Because, yeah, that's the only topic I brought tonight, but I like BattleBots. <laughs> <laughs> There's another show, not to change the subject, because BattleBots is awesome, but uh, what's the show where they make, um, they bring in, like, people that work on blades and make weapons? Uh, um, yeah, it's I, on, I think it's on the History Forged. Channel. Forged. Yeah, that's Forged it. and Fire. I, it's dude. on History Channel or something, right? Okay. That's pretty yeah. sweet. Yes. That's pretty sweet, too. All right. Now, that reminds me. There's another show out there that they'd bring back, like, certain people. Like, it'd be, like, a pilgrim versus an Indian. And then they would do, like, all the activities. Yes. What they had, the weapons and stuff that yes. they had yes. and all that. And, and how then, they had to live, basically. And then they would, like, they would have the professionals come in and, like, test weapons on dummies and, like, what would take the most damage? What was that freaking show called? I don't remember the name of it. I know exactly what you're and talking about. And then they'd about. have, like, a, like a ninja... Verse, you know, I don't know, like an ultimate warrior type thing with like a they, sword have and, like a, and a shield. Like a, like a samurai versus a, uh, yes. like a, a hun or something like that. Whoa. What the hell's what a the hun? What the hell's a hun? You know, like Attila the Hun, the Huns back in the day when they were. Um, we didn't pay attention to class. <laughs> we, we missed that. You what know, the in, a hun? in Asia, it was in Asia. Like a. They were like. Warriors, kind of? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, basically. Okay. So basically, you're putting up two different types of, you know, fighters yeah. against or each like other. A, or like a Viking versus a knight. They there also, they also, had, okay, they also had like a 
a SEAL team member versus like a um, Army Ranger. And then they would take cool. they would take like their they would take like their weapons and their different tactics. Yeah, and and different that. tactics. And they'd put them together and they'd do like tactical training and stuff. And then at the end they would like do the percentages on like who was more tactical or which Effective weapons were better. Yes. Deadliest warrior. Yes. Ah, Deadliest warrior. I've heard that. Great I've never show. seen it. Never seen it. I've heard Great it. Great all around show. Yeah. That, that, is, that is a good show. Yeah. I keep forgetting I got a smartphone right here. Its final it's episode was twenty eleven though. Man, which is unfortunate. They had great episodes. If you can find them somewhere, Netflix, Hulu, you guys have got to check it out. Yeah. What was it called again, DG? Deadliest Warrior. Deadliest Warrior. Great show. Yeah, pretty sweet. Speaking of shows, uh, and I don't know, I'm a, I'm a big uh, Tim Taylor fan. You guys see the uh, they're rebooting Home Improvement? I did not see their rebooting Home Improvement. Yes. So uh, his his current show right now is uh, Last Man Standing. Yep. And I'm big, big fan. I've heard you talk about that before. Uh, my fiance actually tried to get me tickets to uh, a Tim Taylor, you know, uh, comedy up. act. Yeah. And uh, I was, I can't remember something conflicting date with something else we already had. And but uh, I watched Last Man Standing quite often. Well, they're they're kicking off their uh, final season January third. And like the, not the trailer, what, you know, the, what, yeah, it's a trailer. That's what trailer previews, preview or whatever. And at the end of it, you know, you had Tim Allen talking to his name's Mike Baxter in last man standing. Then he meets Tim, the tool man, Taylor. And like, it's Tim Allen talking to each other, but they, they did it great. And it was, he had had a Benford shirt on and everything. He had a tool belt. Oh, mm. uh, it was. Oh, uh, it's. I'm I, like I said. I'm a big Tim Allen guy. That's, Home Improvement. That cool. was one of the not great '90s shows. I'll tell you what, Uncle Buck would appreciate that. Uncle he's Buck's a, a huge, huge Tim Allen, Tim Allen I didn't guy. Know that. Oh yeah, me and Uncle Buck would get down with yeah, that. Tim Al- uh, Uncle Buck's actually caught a Tim Allen stand-up show. Oh before, really? And he said it was the greatest live event he's ever been to. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was wow. up in Columbus. I think it was like yeah, Palace, that, Palace Theater that, in that's, Columbus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that was probably the one. Was this was? I think it was just last year. Maybe, maybe two thousand, maybe two thousand eighteen. It, it was, might have been the one. Might have been to. the yeah, one he was, was going to. So you gave him your ticket. <laughs> yeah, probably sat in my seat. Damn it. <laughs> that's but, cool. Yeah, man. Tim Allen. He's. I'm a big fan. He's. Uh, I like his humor. That's for sure. And then I saw something. Did anybody catch this uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion? Yeah, I, I did. Seen, yeah. seen anything no. about that? Uh-uh. I don't know what station was it HBO, HBO Max, HBO Max, yeah, man, like uh, the whole cast, the still living cast, R.I.P. Uncle Phil, yeah, R.I.P. But uh, the the rest of them, they all got together for who's, like a like who's a reunion. Uncle Phil, the the dad, was the, the, it was his uh, uncle, the bigger was, guy that he went to live that with. That was the Will's guy with the with the beard, Short lived in the big white house. Come Come on, Troy. Get out of here, man. What show are we talking about? Fresh Prince of Bel Air. See, I never watched that. What? I didn't. What's wrong with you? I never. I mean, it was a 90s show, but I never watched it. Come on, Troy. You've never seen an episode of Fresh Prince with Will Smith? I mean, I've I've maybe caught a few seconds and I've turned it off. Isn't that Will Will Smith? That's kind of his big break into. Oh, yeah. That that was his. Him and Carlton. Maybe this is this is a little fun fact, and maybe you guys. I know you guys aren't big into fact checking, but I know DG would probably know. Um, the the girl, the youngest, uh, what's her name in the the show? The youngest, the daughter of Uncle. Phil. No, in, in the. Oh uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't remember. Her name I can't remember her show. name either. Uh, it doesn't matter. But did you know that she's in when she was, she's a lot older than what she was portrayed in that, in the show or whatever. She was like. 
five or six years older than what she was portrayed through the whole show. I, I believe that. And like I, I looked her up, and she still looks very good. And she's probably forty eight. She was forty seven years uh, old now. It's crazy. When she got a little bit older, like in the early early to mid two thousands, she was in a lot of hip hop music videos. If I recall, oh, I can believe it. I don't remember who's exactly, but uh, but yeah, I didn't I didn't catch any of that reunion show, but I I was reading on Twitter what some people were saying about it, and they they were saying. It was a it was a bit of a tearjerker, kind of really? kind of sentimental. Did they do a tribute to? I, I don't. I'm, was, I'm sure they what did. Was Uncle Phil's uh, his name or his act his his real name? While you're looking that up, Rouse, here's a free fact of the pod for you guys. Uncle Buck might appreciate this, and I'm sure you guys will too. Speaking of Tim Allen, he's the only person to have the number one movie, TV show, and book in one week. Dang. Movie, Toy Story, I'm guessing. The, Santa, movie, the movie was... Uh, Santa Claus. Yeah, ah. Santa Claus. Just watched that a couple nights ago. It was a Santa Claus I one mean, the, the Santa Claus is a Christmas movie staple. I That's mean, a it's, staple. It's, it's a top five. That's amazing. It's a top five for me. Christmas movies. Yeah, Christmas Absolutely. movies. Yeah. Yeah. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Now that we're speaking about that, we are in December here, boys. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Die Hard. What? With Bruce Willis? Yes, Die Hard. Yes, what? let me guess. Troy, nope. Shit, I've never seen it. I didn't even know it was around Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, wow. Is it, Wasn't it a Christmas Eve is party? Is it based about, like, yeah. the plot was around Christmas time? They were having a Christmas Eve party at this big-ass building. What was it, in downtown New York, or am I just making that up? Wasn't um, it in Manhattan? It was, uh, I forget the name, but it was something Plaza. I mean, I might have watched yeah. I might have I think watched it was it in downtown time. Manhattan. And they were having a big old company Christmas party, and these terrorists came in and overtook the building. And you know what? It's been a while. Here comes Bruce Willis, it's Die Hard, coming in. Yippee ki yay, mother! Saving the day, dad. Oh, it, you've got to see it. It was uh, it, it was been took a place on Christmas Eve. See, that's been hard. the argument for years. Everybody's is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I I mean I think it is. I mean there's Christmas trees lit up all throughout the movie. There's Christmas lights. Terrors come in, break up the party, and here comes John McClane. Yeah. Great so movie. You said you said that's in your top five? Or you think that's a, that's a staple of... What? Die Hard? Die Hard. I, all I asked is if it was if a Christmas it is, movie. Oh, okay. Let you me said, ask you, you this. Santa Claus was. When Christmas time rolls around, at any point in the Christmas season, do you typically watch Die Hard? No. Then I would say no. it's not a Christmas movie. But really... The only Christmas movie I like will make a point to watch is Christmas Vacation. Vacation. Of course. And, you know, my wife, she'll be watching The Elf, Santa Claus. I'll go upstairs. I'll watch 30 minutes of it, whatever. But I'm not making it a point to sit down and watch those movies. So of all the Christmas movies ever made, the only one that you have to watch before the Christmas season is out is Christmas Vacation. Yes, you're correct. Okay, Pierce. What about you? What's the one movie? If you had the narrative, just one movie, and you had to watch that one movie, or we we'll open it up one show, and you have to watch it during the Christmas season. What would that be for you? I mean, I can watch a few of them, but you said I had to narrow it down to one, so it's going to be National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay. Roush. About you, DG. Oh, Roush, go ahead. Be honest with you. I mean, my fiance probably agree. I'm I'm not a Scrooge. I just I don't have have to watch a show or have to see a movie or anything like that. I mean, I like the Christmas spirit. I just dec- 
Rolski helped me. We uh, we decorated my. We put up Christmas lights. Oh for the yeah, first time. we did. A, I was running the forklift for him and put him up on the roof of his shop. He was yeah. putting Christmas lights yeah. up. Hey, we had fun doing it. Oh, we we were drinking some bush lights. I mean, we we did we did have some fun. It was a little sketchy. I mean, it, we had a pallet on the forklift and uh, my where I live, the building is super tall. So yeah, I'm crawling around the roof and rolls down there orchestrating, telling me what to do, and it was. Well, the reason I was orchestrating here is because I'd already lit up my house. I was already on my roof, so I had practice. I'm like, hey, this is what we need to do. Don't put these many strands together. I said, you're going to blow, blow the light. You're going to oh, blow them, dude, and then I, you're going to be screwed. I was like, oh, come so on, we can, we can pull it out. I said, no, don't do it. Read that box. He yep. goes, okay, you're right. There's only three. Yep, I bought four, and I said, I'm hanging all these lights. I bought them. And nope. he goes, nope, nope, three or more. There are three or less. We, three need, or less. we need two extension cords, not one. See, I saved him there. You guys though. hang Christmas lights? I I put some on my shrubs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm su- I'm just surprised you just left it at shrubs and it wasn't way more specific than that, like your your, your Rus- Japanese your maple or whatever the hell. Russian, no. Russian springtime shrubs. They're ink berries. <laughs> <laughs> so when you when you decided what plants or shrubs or bushes or whatever you one at your house did you like go in onto google and like see what like you know annual perennial i i don't know all this stuff when it comes to the but they kind of they kind of give you a plan and you kind of work off that did you have to pay for that service like what they recommended or are you talking about your your youtube friends did you have an exterior designer is what i'm getting no or landscape designer well we paid to have it done just because i didn't want to i i didn't want to cut it and all that i just didn't have the time to well, those trees, well, I didn't get paid to put them trees in, i tell you that. <laughs> you didn't give him anything for that? Yeah, I gave him some money. What? Oh, shit, it doesn't sound like he you, got anything. I gave you a whole tank of gas. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want your cash, but yeah, you did. You gave me some fuel. I appreciate that. We had a good time doing it. I'll tell you what, though, Big Red, he dug him holes, and he dug the holes according to what Troy said. Troy said, like, I don't know, what were they five by six holes or something five wide five or six long or something i needed like um now what you thought four you needed. foot four foot holes or and something. how big did we actually need <laughs> about a foot and a half yeah, two feet. maybe four. two foot so we dug them twice as big as we, uh, we dug them twice as big oh, and they hauled they tj by wheelbarrow hauled all the dirt out no I, go ahead i just know what i had no to do. he hauled it off he oh. had a dump truck. Yeah, yeah, I, that's what it was. They dumped it across the street. I mean, I meant it taken a couple wheelbarrows over, but they they dumped it across the street. There was another house being built over there, so that they were nice enough to let him dump his dirt there. Well, I show up and I put these trees in the hole, and there's no dirt to fill in the holes. So we had to go back across the street and bring the dirt back, and that was the that was what took that 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 took us two days. Or you know, sounds like a shit show, Troy. What the hell? You oh, believe me, I was organized, man. I was right. If we're going to be planting trees, Troy, we got to have a plan. Well, thank goodness we had a skid steer to. to thank do goodness we had somebody to operate it too, because I would love to see your ass up in that thing. Well, well, I'm right there with you, Troy. I don't know how to operate any kind of machine. I'm not a, I'm yeah, not a big red or no, nothing. Yeah, combine down the road. Oh, shit. Yeah. Farming, hey, farming shit. shit. Yeah. Farming <laughs> shit. I can drive a damn combine, DG. That's right. I'm just, I'm still upset there was no video taken of, of, I did, saw Snapchat. Did you see my Snapchat? Yeah, but it wasn't. It's not. It hasn't. It hasn't hit the interwebs or anything yet. It. it, it hey, is it in the archive at least? Sneak peek at me. I'm not done. Okay. Okay. I'm not done. <laughs> oh God. DG. 
I want to see you planting in the spring. There we go. And that's on my radar. Okay. <laughs> DG, do you hang Christmas lights? We kind of got uh, off yeah, a little bit the, there. Well, the, the shrubs, man. That's, that's do do you put it. up Christmas lights? I, I don't currently, know. I haven't for the last five five years. Scrooge. You could say that, but... Uh, You're probably not going to hang up a tree this year. This house that I've been living in is it's my first house that I bought, and it's just... Uh, I don't know. Like I've always thought of it as kind of an in-between house. It's not really my my house house. It's not my home. I don't I feel like it's my that. home. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not. It just doesn't. It's just kind of a place to flop right now. Yeah. Actually, me and my wife were in the process of moving uh, this weekend. We're going. We just sold our house, so we're moving. But um, and we're moving into a rental, so we're not going to put lights on yeah. there either because we don't even own that one. Okay. You got. But a- when we move into our own place where we're planning on like putting some roots down and raising some kids, like. Home, home, we're, we're going to deck it out. Don't Go worry on. about it. Okay, I don't like worry that. about it. We're going I, re- to deck I can it respect that, yeah. DG. I can yeah. respect how's that. that. How's that going? The the home, sir. Do you got anything? Have you found anything yet? Or you know, found, like, are you looking to build? Maybe or possibly op- open about anything. Yeah, possibly might might build if we find the right land. Might mm-hmm. buy if we find the right house. It's just right now we're kind of just focused on you know closing and moving and yeah and we'll we'll kind of start big step. We'll kind of start looking on down the road. Big step. But yeah, it's it's been good. It's been a good experience. Pretty pretty easy. I couldn't. That's something I'm completely. I'm not saying I'm the opposite of it, but like I couldn't imagine doing all that because I like my roots are where I grew. I, I built a place uh, on my my parents' property, and I, I can't imagine picking up and having to do it all over again. That that yeah. Big step. And, and Brolski, you you grew up here. You bought the house from your parents, and like, could you imagine? Picking up and, and having to go through that whole process that to me that's, that's eventually, but well, I understand. But, but yeah, it's, it's just like so, I said. I was telling DG, I respect it, and it's a it's a big step that a lot of people take. Yep, yep. I mean, it's just a lot of work on the whole process. I mean, I mean, he, yeah. For for a sipping squad that might not know, I mean, Troy built his own built a house here within the last what two two years three years. That's like a year. Oh, really? I feel like you've been in there almost a year now. It's, we've been in there about a year, yeah. Okay, so the process got started probably two years ago. Then, yeah, roughly. I mean, it, it takes a while to build a house. It probably seven or eight months just to to build the house. Yeah, so, I mean, if we end up building, I'm going to be asking you a lot of questions. I already have asked you a lot He'd of questions. He'd be the man. Too. He's very detailed. I've talked to him about it. And Troy I knows what the hell he's doing. I mean, he's, it, he knows everything. It's good because, I mean, we miss things, and then that we can tell you, hey, check this or check this dimension or do that. Or yeah. Do, yeah. And what's a little more, or watch, how to save money or and, watch this or yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know where the, the expensive stuff comes in. Everybody told me it's the kitchen and the bathroom is what, that's where the money is. I mean, that's where it gets you. Kit, yeah. Kitchen's crazy. But yeah. they say that's the best. Uh, if, you, if you ever plan on selling your house, that's the best Troy, place you, to put the money. You've around. got a great kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. We, we built a pretty good sized kitchen. Really. I love you, it. I've been in a lot of houses in my life and I've never seen a microwave and I was, a pull-out drawer. I was thinking until that. I got to Pierce's kitchen. <laughs> I mean, that thing. I was thinking that, DG. I that's bougie. That. that is. That's bougie as hell, Troy. <laughs> it's not a cheap microwave either. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Kelsey. Yo, bougie ass. Uh, but uh, I like it. I mean, we'll go back to that. Even that. I mean, if I if you were to put one in, I would say, hey, make sure you put one with the the screen that. Faces it angles up. Oh, you got to get on your knees to see I, the screen. I, I mean, I kind of have to bend down to kind of push the buttons. So that's thing. one of your mistakes. So yeah, I would, I would have got a different one. See, 
Yeah, that's that's. I want to know. Just that. rely on Troy. Rely on Troy. First off, I never even thought of putting a microwave <laughs> in a drawer. In a drawer. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone, I didn't I mean, know that was a thing. Yeah, I didn't even know that was an option. And then we roll into Pearson. I, it's not like I was looking for a microwave, but when he. He pulled that thing. I'm like, what in the world is this? And I mean, it was ah, normal pizza him. rolls in for you guys. Close the drawer. Let it run. <laughs> 45 seconds later, he's done. Hey, guys, branching off of our last podcast, I got something here for you, DG. You're going to appreciate this. The last podcast, we talked about Snoop Dogg commentating in boxing fights, right? Well, it came out this week in between the podcast. Snoop Dogg is asking for a three-year $15 million contract to do some sports commentating. Sign him. Sign him. Like he he's asking for like these like side jobs, kind of like these fights, like Jake Paul. He's looking to fight, you know, he called out Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor killed him probably. Talking about Logan Paul or, or Jake Paul. Yeah. He called out McGregor, which he don't want to do that. It's probably a big mistake on his part. But anyway, Snoop Dogg is trying to get a deal with these companies that are putting on these fights and these uh Whatever, whatever sporting events that are on the side that he's trying to do, he wants three years, fifteen million to call him. I mean, he's offering it up to him because I mean, he blew up on social media. We already talked about that the last time. Everybody loved him. Yeah. So I mean, three years, fifteen million, Snoop Dogg. I mean, why not? He's the one bringing the viewers. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, like I said on the last time, I he was worth my fifty bucks because he was hilarious and he performed. Yeah, I. Uh... I would love to see that, man. So he would be like the the broadcast guy that. Well, with a few other guys, yeah. but he, I think he he probably got paid like a, a penny for this compared to what he's worth. He probably just did it. They they probably have somebody you know somebody in the booth with them that knows know, what knows doing. a lot about boxing or MMA or whatever the case is. He's and just there for the content. He's, yeah, he's there for color. He's the color oh, guy. Yes, he's just there to bring some entertainment value. Which he would, I guarantee. My God, he I brought it that night. I mean, he he was he just cracked me up. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm not sure. Don't fact check me. We don't fact check on this podcast. But when Nate Robinson got when Nate Robinson got knocked out, I'm pretty sure he goes, "Oh my God, nephew, are you all right?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, he said something like that, but he had me rolling. Uh, you ever seen Starsky and Hutch the movie? New Tads. Old. Tad bit. Man, you got to go back and watch that whole movie sometime. Snoop is in it. He plays a sin- significant role in that movie. He plays Huggy Bear in that movie. He's good. It's gold. It's gold, man. Snoop all around is gold. Oh, you're right. You're right. I mean, he is a legend in the game. I don't care, I don't care what he's doing. He's yeah. always good. You can't be good. You cannot not be good. And be with like he partners up with Martha Stewart and made it great. Like yeah, I mean, I mean this complete guy, polar opposites and and it was it was good. You remember that one podcast we were? I was asking, I was quizzing you and Corey with a K about TikTok. I was like, what is what is this? Yeah. Well, then like the following week or maybe earlier that that before that episode, I can't remember, but the dude that he had the TikTok where he's on his like what is he on a skateboard or something drinking cranberry yeah. juice yeah or he, ocean spray or something like that. Uh, and uh, yeah, dreams by Fleetwood Mac is yeah, playing, Fleetwood and Mac. it just it just blew up. Making yeah, a ton like of money right now. Song right now. Well, like was. yeah, but like the next week, I see a picture of that guy What's sitting it? in like Snoop's backyard, just hanging out. I told you. I mean, this guy's an all star now. Yeah. I mean, they, Ocean Spray gave him a truck. 
Oh, I know. I'm sure they gave him more than a They gave him a truck full of ocean spray, didn't they? (laughs) I'm sure he got more than just a truck. Oh, man. I heard on the radio, WNCI, local radio station where we're from down here in Southern Ohio, that they said that he after this after he became big on TikTok, the rumor was that he bought his his fiance a two hundred thousand dollar engagement ring. Wow, just like that, dude. I'm telling just you, like on that. TikTok, like that guy probably got, you know. Well, I don't have. TikTok. I don't. I don't either. Yeah, but can, does anybody have it? Some, we can see how many followers. Somebody he has. I mean, could look that up. I guarantee his followers are outrageous, and you get paid by the ad. So, I mean, I'm sure TikTok just blew up. Plus, ocean spray. I mean, that's something in my life. I know I'm only 31 years old, but TikTok, I never dreamed that TikTok, that, that, that platform would become so popular where literally a song plays and people shake their, their, their hips and move their hands and they make money from that. It is crazy. blows up. Technology, I, I guess man. I'm, I, I guess I'm a little envious of it, but at the same time, I think it's ridiculous. Like, do you remember all the hardworking people out here making a living? You know, do you remember and, when we were just messing around there, and uh, I started doing TikTok videos? And I didn't even know what it was. At your place. Oh man, I'm telling you, DG. Nobody, don't go look at. Don't you, go. Look you can make some stuff. hellacious TikToks. I deleted Rolski. it. Oh, you did? Oh man, I had the a videos few, are pretty. I had I had a few good ones that had like uh, I think there was a few hundred likes on them, and I was like, okay, yeah. I Rouse, I, we're doing it. I remember you got one. It, it was like, uh, it, I, I can't remember what it was, but it, it got like a thousand views. And we were like, hell yes. I we said, were so pumped. I said, let's do it, baby. <laughs> that's nothing. So I just you. started pushing them, started pushing content out. I said, <laughs> hell with this. This is too much work. I'm getting off. Because I would literally wake up on a Saturday morning and go upstairs. And it was when TikTok first started. I would ask my wife. I said, hey, what's a good one for me to do? I'll do it right now. Let's think of something. Not go outside and yell off the off my back that deck. Was, that was that was gold. I started yelling off my back deck and, you know, thousand views. Let's go. Let's keep pushing them. Then I would go out. I went out to Roush's barn one night and I, I got in his boat or something and I started doing some kind of TikTok out of his boat. And then I put on like my shirt and I tied it like a ninja and I was doing like roundhouse kicks in his driveway. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was just funny. Whatever. I just, I deleted it. Why? <laughs> I was, Did you say it, vid- you got the video still there? Hey, you keep doing that for two or three weeks. You might be able to quit your job, man. Dude, I did it for two or three weeks and I wasn't getting shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never uh, mind then. Well, this, I mean, go back to you deleting your TikTok there. Um, what about taking out a deer or something? Oh, so you want to talk about deer hunting? I mean, hell, yeah, we can talk deer yeah, hunting, Troy. We can talk about that. I mean, yeah. I think the last podcast I brought up that is, you know, gun season. This is on Friday night. This will be aired on Tuesday. It's uh, We're five days into the gun week. I've seen a ton of deer. Monday and Tuesday was pretty lame. It was wet. It was windy. It was snowy. Didn't see shit them two days. But I'll tell you what, when Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I've seen a shit ton of deer. I've heard a shit ton of gunshots. I could I've I could have killed a doe every single night this week. Um, so we're in gun season. You said gunshots. Yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, f- tonight, I could have killed a doe each of them three nights easy. I mean, okay. I mean, it was, I mean, it was pretty easy to do, but I'm not after a doe. I mean, everybody, I mean, all the hunters out there, they can relate to this. Everybody's got their hit list bucks. I mean, you've got, you know, maybe one, two or three bucks a year willing to shoot. And I mean, I really don't have a, 
one picked out, but I'm waiting on that opportunity. I mean, the hunting season isn't over until February, so why would I? I'm waiting for one to come out, Troy. If that's what if that's what I'm trying to ask you, I, if I'm going to shoot a doe, it's probably going to be on Sunday evening, the last day of gun season, and just you know, just to get the meat. And I know you were talking about, you know, deer meat earlier, and I would say probably Sunday evening I might I might shoot a doe. You would have time to prep it, or uh, what do you mean have time to prep what? Like you mean process it? Yeah, process it. Like well, the meat. Why? Why would he shoot it on Sunday, other well, than any other day? I mean, because I'm wait. I would rather wait. I would rather have my time out there in the woods looking for a buck. And oh, last second, shoot because a doe if I have to. Because you're saying the gun season is over then? It's a lot easier to yeah, shoot gun, a buck with a freaking Sunday gun night. than a bow. Yeah. I mean, a lot of guys out there love bow hunting way more than gun season, but I'm just saying it's a lot easier to kill a nice buck with a gun than it is a bow. I mean, put it in perspective, I mean, in order, a lot of guys out there can shoot farther, but 40 yards is probably the max for a nice buck with a bow. But... You know, gun, you can stretch out. I mean, a lot of people shoot them at 150 yards sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I've always, un- I've never understood this. We've always had a segment of gun season, but I mean, how do you monitor that? I mean, the state is so big. I mean, everybody's hunting. Okay. There's a map that the um, Ohio ODN- puts out, ODNR. ODNR yeah. put out, and each county, depending on their calculated deer population, They'll map it out, and each county can be different for how many deer you're allowed to kill, which Ross, that we all live in here, we're only allowed three deer. But if you go... Um, and one buck. I think it's... Out of three. Uh, yeah, three deer. You can only have one antler deer. You can kill two doe and one antler deer, or you can kill three doe. But if you go like two states north, you can look, you're allowed like five or six deer there. I mean, it, it, just, it just depends on where you live. Ross County... Ross County, Ohio is probably one of the most popular places to kill big deer in the world. Yeah, like it's prime. And it, it sounds crazy. It's we're Southern Ohio and like it's just we're all from Ross County, but it's it's very prime. And the reasons why is is we have the foothills of like the Hocking Hills and all that. So there's a lot of terrain and all that. But also we're still growing row crops here. We're, th- we're growing corn and soybeans, and that's what deer thrive on. And you get down into Southern Ohio where they're not growing row crops. They have a bunch of mountains and stuff to hide in and all that, and, and you know that that you know terrain, but they're not getting as big and beefed up and you know getting corn fed and all that. I mean that's Ross County is very very prime for uh, Ross County, Hawking County, Fairfield. I mean they're they're big Fayette as well. Yeah, Fayette's most it's pretty flat, but there's still big deer up there for sure. Also, I mean if you if you I mean if hmm. just do some research. I mean the, the most popular states for deer hunting i mean we're talking iowa we're talking kansas we're talking indiana we're talking kentucky we're talking ohio in the united states here which that's that's all farmland guys and people from like kansas and iowa and all that they come to ohio for for the deer hunt the whitetail let me ask you this it's crazy would you pay twenty thousand dollar to rent several hundred acres or maybe a thousand acres to hunt on for the year deer hunt i'm talking from end of september to February first to deer hunt, would you pay twenty thousand dollars? Me, I don't even hunt now. Well, I'm just saying, if you were into hunting and you lived in Florida, would you come up here and pay twenty thousand dollars? Because people do, and a lot of people pay more. Yeah, than what that. he's saying is, people, this no is way. yeah. There's a lot no. of landowners oh, in yeah. Ohio that that 
they rent their, they lease their ground out or their, their woods out and stuff uh-huh. too. To people who live yes, in like, it's crazy. They say, they say you live in New York City and you're not from there. Say you're originally from, I don't know, Ohio, but you sold all your, you sold your farm and you got some big job in New York City and you're making buku amount of money. You come back to Ohio and you rent a farm. I mean, dude, you're, you're making some, you're paying some big money. Yeah, for sure. To hunt someone else's land just to kill a buck. Is it worth that to you? Because I'm telling you, the adrenaline rush is unfreaking believable. Yeah, your heart starts pounding, man. It's it's pretty. I'd love to see you in a in a deer stand. It, it'd be it'd be it'd be one for the ages, man. Seeing you. Up DG deer said he wanted to go with me one time. Oh, that'd be one too. I think huh? it'd be Absolutely. great. I think it would be awesome if we took Corey with the K out with our new Canon camera we got, and me and DG went out there, oh. and we just sat there and we filmed it all, and just had just filmed it all, and just they. I've, Corey K, you can shake your head yes or no. You ever been out? And I, okay, I figured you have, but DJ, you never been, right? I have never been. We got to do it with anyone ever. Have you Have you ever had deer meat, DG? I have. Okay. But, uh, how, how did you yeah, like deer yeah, meat? I love. I mean, any kind of meat, I'm I'm in. Yeah, my man. Troy, I you were we had this conversation earlier off off uh, air, but go ahead and speak on the meat. Yeah, I mean, the only meat I've had is the deer jerky, and so I would like to have a a steak or tenderloin or, you know, a nice prime cut, you know. The back straps, right down the spine, from the neck all the way, mm, close to the butt, not all the way to the butt, but. And I, and I can eat about anything, so prepare it, you know, leave as much game as you want in there. To, I mean, season it to a point, but I want to yeah. taste the game because hey, we'll hook you up, man. Troy, we'll I'm telling, I'm you telling up. you right now, a lot of people, and I'm being serious when I say this, they'll cut it right off, take a slab of it, and throw it right on the grill. A lot of people just cut it straight off the back of the animal and throw it right on the grill, right there in their garage. And a lot of people eat it fresh like that, and they say that's the best way to do it because it's right off the animal. Yeah, a lot of people, the game. Cra- they actually like that game taste. So, yeah, and I can't even describe it. They will literally cut it off the animal different. with the blood still on it, throw it on the grill, and eat it. I'm not, I'm not shitting you. You're laughing right now, but they do it. It's true. They yeah. do it. Yeah, give me that. Prep that up. So apparently, I'm going to have to go out with DG, and we're going to have to get a dough, and we're going to have to <laughs> throw a piece of meat on the grill after we we have to leave the guts out or something. Or? Yeah, you got got it. Got it, and then we then we'll skin it. Strap it on the four wheeler. Oh something. yeah, and yeah. then we'll take you'll, it you'll over feel, to Roush's place. We'll skin it we'll out. We'll throw it on the grill. Yeah, you'll field dress it in the field. You rip all the guts out. You take it back to my shop or wherever, and we'll 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 skin it. Pull the skin off. Do all that, and uh, hang we'll it. We'll cut up you some air. back straps off. You throw that stuff oh, on the grill, Troy. We'll hook you right up. So how many steaks do we have? You're going to have a lot off two nice strips of back strap. You're going to we're going to fill up. We're all going to fill up on it. Easy, yeah. and we'll have leftovers. Most people just want the back straps or the tenderloins you, off the deer. You see people, everything else they just ground into. You see, you see people. A, a lot burger. of people they'll they'll kill a doe or whatever. They'll pull the back straps off of her, and then they'll leave her body in yeah, the ditch. That's, that's shit. It's bullshit. Yeah, that but a lot of people off. do it. A lot of people do it. You'll see a, a deer get hit on the side of the road, and you'll see big incisions on its back. And all they did was pull the back straps out and lift the carcass there. I'm a big believer in you. You kill it, you harvest it, you, you reap what Mother Nature provided. You know, I mean that's. That's, I mean, I killed a buck last year, and that was, I mean, I was more proud of that. Don't get me wrong, I was probably more proud of a buck, but you, you take pride in it. You know, you kind of harvest what, you know, Mother Nature provided. And, and I, I, 
you know, that's, I think that's what it should be. So what do you do with the skin? You turn that into blankets? <laughs> we don't go that far, do we? <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, a lot of people just throw them away. Coyotes. Yeah, coyotes would take it, or a lot of, I mean, some people put it in their trash cans. I mean, just put it in a bag and someone will take it. Yeah, we're I mean, not, we're not, yeah, we don't try to utilize everything. Nah, I, I mean, I, some I, people I, do. I'm sure they do. Some people hang them up on their, they'll get them finished and, and hang them up them. on their wall, dry them out, and use them as blankets. Yeah. You ever do anything like real hardcore, like you down a, a big deer? And, no, I'm not eating their heart. No, I'm not drinking their blood. Nothing like that. I think That's one. Disappointing. I think I was one, hoping. I was hoping my, you said I yes. I think one time, you know, the fr- the first deer I killed, I think it was a doe. Yeah. I, I actually took their took the blood like and put it on my fingers and did like eye black, like <laughs> the blood underneath my eyes, like eye black, like you would do for baseball. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. If I've always heard. I've always heard them stories. My uncle always said, you know, you kill it. You first deer, you gotta. <laughs> the hell you laughing at, that, DG? Like that. The hell's that doing? Rub the blood under the eye? No, I'm just like eye black. You getting ready to play a football game? Like little John intimidation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we I'm got. Thinking like, I'm thinking like some dances with wolves shit. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, I ain't doing none of that. I'm not yeah, dancing around a fire for that dude. shit. <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. All right. Oh man, this is going to lead into another. Uh, I know Mr. Roush had a few things he wanted to talk to, but this is going to kind of lead into that. So I'll go first here, Roush, and you you pick off of me. All right. I seen this. A buddy sent me a Snapchat this week, and it was an old picture of us partying back in the day. And it was literally a picture, like he got from like Walgreens or something. How to get it developed. Yes. He got it developed off a, you know, a disposable camera. And he sent me a picture, and he goes, "Oh my! I'm not gonna mention his name, but he says, oh my God!'" He goes, "I hope my kids don't act like this." Oh, boy. and there's a picture of uh, you know, us at a party or something doing something stupid. So it brought it 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 brought me to this conclusion: iPhones. How different is it for these kids nowadays? These high schoolers, these college students, whatever compared to us back in the day would we rather have had iphones back in the day so we could have memories like they were they're going to have like when we were growing up boys you know high school college they're recording they're taking pictures they have these forever we don't have shit besides what we saved is it good or is it bad what do you guys think me personally i'm glad we didn't have this type of technology I'm kind of I'm glad we had the technology we did, but man, if I was a seventh grader and I had a Twitter account, I can only imagine the stupid shit that I would put out there. <laughs> I would have been. It would have been so embarrassing. I would have been suspended from school. I would have been. I would. My mom and dad would have kicked my ass so bad. I mean, it it just would have it just would have been terrible. The the platform that these kids have nowadays to post whatever the hell they want. That's a nice pop, Troy. Um, it's it's ridiculous. It really is. Like they can they can affect people in so many ways. Oh, yeah. I mean, good, <clears throat> bad, whatever. Yeah. I mean, you can pump someone up or you could tear you someone down pretty quick. really freaking quick on yeah. these platforms nowadays. We're talking Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. It don't matter. But tell me it wouldn't be pretty cool now that we're 30 years old. We could look back at our, you know, high school days or even when we're in college. And 
we have them memories and we could sit around the sip and serve podcast studio and look at these pictures and videos and be like, boys, that was a hell of a ride, wasn't it? I, I agree, but at the same time, I'm 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 on I'm on uh, about calling pickle. That's a nickname I always had for DG, but uh, DG said it. I don't know if it would be good. I I can't imagine the shit that I would get into, the trouble that I would get into with the platforms and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah like I said, I'd get in a lot of trouble as well. Oh, absolutely. It it it'd be tough. I don't know. It's it's a it's a catch twenty. It's a double edged sword. Quest, there. Yeah. It's a catch twenty two. But okay. man, these kids when they when they get our age, they're gonna look back at that oh, shit man. and they're gonna be like. Boys, what the hell were we doing? They're gonna love it. Like I would love to go back, you know, maybe to high school, high school days, or my freshman year of college, sophomore year of college during basketball season, whatever, and just look at the shit we yeah. did on this cell phone right here. I'm holding it in my hands. Oh man! And I would fucking love it, boys. Could, I would love it. Could you imagine? I would give. I would do anything to get those videos back. The, the, well, and a lot of time we didn't have videos. Imagine if we had we had cameras. To I had record a damn it. rumor. Yeah. <laughs> I slid that son of a gun to say hey to somebody. I'll never forget uh, DG when it went, they weren't even smartphones. They had the the, the it, they had the texting. had the keyboard on the phone, and DG was still over there using his T nine texting with just one finger on the old flip phone, just going at it. I mean, he was he was he got so good he wasn't even looking, and he was he could carry a conversation with us and send a text at the same time. You it know, was, I remember the T nine. And I, I mean, I feel like I was pretty good, but you know, I was always, I always had a rumor and it was always that slide up or sideways type thing. And I never used that keypad. Everybody said, won't you use your keypad? Because I'm better with T9. I don't need that keypad. <laughs> that right, DG. Man, it took me a, a couple of years easy to get used to T9. I was all about the ABC. So ABC texting, you wanted an F, you had to hit the three button three times. D-E-F. Yeah. And that's how I texted. But, dude, I got so good at Roush is right, man. I got really, really good at it. I could do it to the point where I could I could put my hand in my pocket. I could pull my, my phone out, look at it, get it on the text screen like I was getting ready to reply to somebody, stick it back into my pocket, and I could just send, send them a 50-word text, and I would nail it. In your pocket? In my pocket. Savage. In, like, a social situation or in school or something like that. Could you imagine, like, when we were in college, like, we, that was still a thing, you know, and that that's what's crazy about it. Like, smartphones were becoming, you know, they were they, they were starting to come in a little bit, and then we went to the touchscreen. Touchscreen came out, and it was huge, and then I, me- I remember being in college at Wilmington, and uh, I wanted an iPhone, and it was an iPhone 3, and I was like, I gotta have it, gotta have it. And I remember, yeah, man, I remember my junior year. I went up to the cafeteria at our at our you know where we were the going top. to school and uh, I was eating with a couple of my buddies and I remember I remember very vividly sitting down at the table and I would make like a sandwich and got a salad or something and they were talking back and forth and I wasn't really paying attention because I wasn't interested in what they were talking about but they were talking about yeah there's this new app it's called Twitter. And so the way it works is you basically just type something in and you send it out and then people read it. And I was like, that sounds like the dumbest (laughs) shit that I've ever heard. (laughs) And then they were talking about and then and then you can like make a hashtag. Right. And a hashtag is something that blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, Twitter, that ain't going to last. That sounds like some of the dumbest stuff I've ever heard. I ain't wasting my time with that. 
Plus, I didn't have an iPhone anyway. Yeah. I didn't apps have an were, iPhone. We didn't even know what apps was, did we? we, we no, we, I was we, like, app? What is an app? <laughs> I got, I, I'm, I'm sitting here with the LG, you know, flip phone 7 or whatever it is. I didn't even have it. I didn't even have an iPhone of my own until, man, I was probably 25. Wow. I had a flip phone up till I was about 25. Man, you, I didn't wow. even have a smartphone, an iPhone, anything like that until man, then. You talk about some of them uh, college days, Gibby. That DG man, that was that was some times right there. Me, you, and uh, Troy over here. It was uh, there was some pretty kind of iconic memories for, uh, up there at the the old WC. Well, that's some good times. It was. It was, it was fun. <laughs> you got any? You got any college memories, Troy? That you could bring out? I don't have any. None. <laughs> <laughs> not a better not put it on air at least ah come on what about that one night you was telling me off air here tonight that you went to some frat party and they put soap on the floor yeah can you, can you go in a little bit about that i mean that wasn't a big deal but they would this one country boy frat they would uh you know put dish soap and stuff in that kitchen table or kitchen floor and that's where you walk walk into the to the house to the house yeah and uh you know people they're trying to get people to fall down slip so, so you know a good laugh a little you comedy was a little show. intoxicated one night and you what happened yeah one time i you know usually i miss that but yeah one time it got me and had a tough time getting back up <laughs> <laughs> Ross, could you relay on that for a house? Uh, absolutely. That was that was a one of the I don't know the word more fun, if if you will. It was it was a more popular one for sure. And, and let me tell you, uh, the college that me and Troy and DG attended, it was a, it's a small town. You know, it's it's a smaller smaller school. It's not like the high state university or Athens or you know OU at Athens or anything like that. But it was you got to know a lot of people because it was a small group and and it was a lot of fun. And that front house. They were up to, to some shenanigans. Let me tell you, there was a lot of fun that went down in that. Uh, and <laughs> it was the dance hall too. Hey, uh, that was yeah, that was I, a place to dance. I, yeah, and that same frat he's talking about, you'll you'll dig this story, Rolski. So we spent a lot of time there because we had a lot of buddies there. I think uh, Roush's roommate his freshman year actually yep, yep. was a member of that frat. So I mean, we had a lot of buddies that went there, and so we spent a lot of time and. And they had like a dance floor in their living room, like a makeshift dance floor. And every night, man, every night that there was any any significant number of people in the dance floor, there was always this one song. And anytime it came on, and it was You Shook Me All Night Long by ACDC. Shit, that song fires me the hell up. And whenever that song came on, because it comes in with that guitar soul, that, uh-huh. that little guitar intro. And every time it came on, anybody that was not in that fraternity... I got the hell off the floor. ...got out of there. <laughs> you knew to get out of there, unless you were a freshman or that, unless that was your first time there. <laughs> because those those all the guys in the frat, they would all get to the dance floor, and as soon as the chorus came on, they would just... They would all shake up their beers crack them and they would just like beer was everywhere just went everywhere it soaked them i mean the floor was all sticky it just made a mess and these these dudes just loved it man they, they did just, not care did they they just they, ate it up and i mean every night every night that i was there i remember that happening i can get down with that because 
I did that exclusive, and that song was in my top five winning songs of all time. And I love that song, DG. You I know. know that. I know. That's you why. Know that. That's why I thought it would be a good story to tell. I'd like, yeah. like to party with them guys. Actually, Roush, I think we did party with them guys one night, didn't we? Man, I forgot about that. I can't. He brought that up. Yeah, man. I, this I don't want to tell a long story, and I'll keep it short. But that, it don't have to be long. Yeah, I know. It, it would take the whole time up, but yeah, it was. Uh, there was a few uh, friends. I don't know if I should mention names or not. Uh, nah, it's fine. I was there. Yeah, <laughs> we drove my car. Yeah, so Rolski, he had a. Uh, you know, back in high school, if you had a badass car, you know, a, a sports car, if you will, you know, anything with some muscle on it, so a V eight, you know, that that sounded cool to us. And, and Clay Rolski had a uh, Mustang two thousand no nineteen ninety nine Mustang GT convertible all blacked out blacked out. It, and it was it was five percent tent. It was a sweet black ride. wheels. I mean, it was blacked out. It was a sweet ride. I thought it was, anyways, at that time. And uh, he picked up. Uh, he called me one night and he asked me what was going. on. I said, "Hey, it's time for uh, it's time for Rolski to come up to up to Dub City." He goes, "This is gonna be it. It's it's time." So he uh, he rounded up a little bit of a crew. Let me tell you, and he got our, our buddy buddy and another friend of ours. Two uh, other friends. Oh. Yes, I forgot about it. we had Speck, and then we had Jose. Yeah, uh, man, and they so much in that- for mentioning names, but keep going. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Hey, but yeah, it was such a good time. They came up and uh, they stayed at Dub C that night. They went to that the fraternity that uh, that Troy and, and DG was talking about. And um, man, yeah, I, I don't even. I, I'm, you know, go ahead. You know, there's the really was- not much that I remember from that <laughs> night because that that's the, how the night went. Because that frat house was booming. You brought us up for a reason. There was something going on up there. You said, I think there's going to be this big party here they tonight. They parties all the time. I mean, they, they'd have red light party. They'd have, and all, I, I think they'd I, have all kinds I of different parties. I think I ran parties. into DG and Troy that night, but I really can't remember. The, what I remember most about that is the next morning. The next morning is a classic picture. Oh. It's a classic picture. And it's one of those pictures that, you know, might have got developed off of. Off a uh, disposable it, camera. I took a picture off my iPhone. <laughs> it, so, it, were you still in high school? Uh, uh, fresh out, I think. I was fresh out, I believe. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, he was an adult. Let's just say that. He was he was old enough to make his own decisions. And uh, Yeah, and we made the decision that night that we were going to go hang out. And by God, it was a hell of a night, Troy. I mean, you, they they put on they put on a clinic for us. Yeah, I can tell you that well, something I've never experienced up to that point in my life. We oh, went yeah. down there and it was a great night. Troy's Troy's sandbagging a little bit over there. He's got some memories about Dub C. I know he does. <laughs> Old Wilmington stories. Well, I mean, I've had a good time on the dance floor. I mean, you guys have seen me out there. <laughs> what about <laughs> off the dance floor? Off the dance floor. Were you I mean, any good at golf down there, Troy? You went down there to play golf. Did, well, you, did you do any good? Well, they don't have a golf team anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, well, Troy graduated. Yeah, we ain't worth a damn no more. That's right. As yes. soon as we graduated, they axed the golf program. And they, <laughs> they uh, took up rugby. They got a rugby team. Now. What? Oh, lacrosse. They don't have a rugby. Or lacrosse. lacrosse. Come on, Troy. Shit. Oh, man. Lacrosse. Another program they should ax is that baseball program. Let me tell you. Ooh, that was a... I tell you one one thing that always sticks out to me about Wilmington is um, we had some good theme parties. There was yeah. a lot of good like themed parties at some of those fraternities. Um, I remember one was the stoplight party. Yeah, I, that's what I was trying to. I couldn't remember. I said the red light, but yeah, that's it. Stoplight, stop light, yeah, and that's um, it. and there was one that was out. 
I mean, this frat would always escort you out to. That a, was at the end of the year, a, always. At the end of the school year. Farm. Yep, it was called the. Pure Pandemonium yes, Tour. The pure PPT. Pandemonium tour. They, 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 like you Can said, we they, explain that a little bit? Yeah, I'm in I, I didn't need to hijack it. Troy, they, you got it. They bust you out. I mean, you would you would meet at their house, I believe, yeah. and they would have, like, drivers with these, like, school buses. Yeah, no, they rented school buses. Yeah. yeah church school buses. And they would escort you, or they would drive you on the other side of the town to this big farm, and it just... Big ass. Yeah, they had a live band. Live band. Just wet t-shirt out. contest. I mean, I'm gonna throw it in there. I, I I'll say it. I, I'm, I'm telling. So all they that. had a big old bash. It it was. it was the biggest party of Wilmington, probably. I, so I never in my four oh, years there, I never made it to a DG. PPT. Never did. Okay. Me and uh, actually, here's a here's a fun fact, and Troy can uh, dabble in this a little bit. Me and uh, before we were actually Wilmington College students, me and Troy. Uh, Attended PPT. My older sister, she uh, she attended Wilmington, so she she invited me and Troy up, and yeah, <laughs> I'll never forget. It was it, our mind. I think maybe that's why me and Troy ended up going to Wilmington. I think I wore my uh, Marshall shirt I got from uh, Danbury or something to, to make it like, hey, I was just uh, like college, just another college student coming <laughs> up. <laughs> we went to this party. The look on our faces, they knew we were not college students. They Marshall. Were, Oh, dude, they knew we were college students. But, yeah, we had... Troy! Troy what the hell? Did you silence your phone? I mean, is, that, is, that, is that your wife? Yeah, that's my wife. How many damn times have you been on the podcast? How many damn times have we told you to mute your damn phone, Troy? That's the first time. Shit sake, sipping squad. Can you believe oh, Troy man. right now? I think that might have been that might have been meant to be interrupted because that, that story could have went off. It kind of got derailed pretty quick there. And there was uh, there was a couple others. There was the uh, anything but clothes party. Remember that one? Basically, you couldn't wear clothes, so you had people showing up in uh, bed sheets, trash bags, uh, trash bags, carbon tape, cardboard. Caution I can imagine tape. the caution tape costumes. Yes, right. Yeah, I, mean, I can you, imagine you, that. You, you can almost I'm like sorry. Halloween at Athens. Yeah, yeah, it was. You can let your imagination run wild yeah, on that one. Sure. Yeah, there was also golf, golf bros and tennis hoes. Yes, that one. Oh yeah, the polos. Polos were thick at that party. Everybody had the polos yep. on. Yeah, for yep. sure. A couple of the other fraternities. Uh, there were some good parties. We're, we keep this is all at the same fraternity. There was there was the college isn't very big. What three fraternities? Maybe maybe four. Four, five at the most. I don't know. It just it's 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 a lot smaller college, and uh, there was maybe three real frat houses. Yeah, that might good. And but like Wilmington's so small, you know, there wasn't any. It's not like big college towns where there's like a a strip of downtown where there's just yeah. bar after bar after bar. <laughs> there's no bars. There there weren't. There was one bar within walking distance that all the college kids went to. <sighs> But other than that, and and that was that was probably a good half mile, oh, three quarter mile walk yeah. away. It, it we it didn't matter if it was twenty degrees out. We made the hoof. We we walked it. I mean, but I mean, if you wanted something just quick and easy, that was you knew it was going to be a good time. Then you were going to go to one of these two, really two frat houses. The, yeah. the, the, the there was a third one that sometimes hosted people, but not very often. What was what was the name of that bar, TG? The Escape. The Escape. That we was, always called I, it the escape. Uh, the escape. Yeah, it was the escape, and it was uh, when I, my uh, when I, my freshman year, you know, I got introduced to the escape, and we went, and on the way there, right on the corner, there was this bar called the Manhattan. They called it the Hat. I said, "Well, that's a nice bar. Why don't we ever go in there?" Like I, I couldn't figure out why we passed this bar to go to the next one, mm-hmm. and everybody always said, 
Yeah, you do, college students aren't really welcome in there anymore. And I was like, why? And, and some, I don't know if it's true or what. Somebody might have made up the story, but they said college students got in there. And it's more of a, a local bar. I think uh, they had bike nights and stuff like that. And some college kids went in there. And I think they might have. It's more like a town. There's a lot of townies. Yeah. Like a lot of people, a lot of older adults. Ruffles. and feathers. They, they didn't mesh well in there. Yeah. I guess there was some uh, some pretty big drama that went down there. And so I was always basically told, just keep walking, go down to the escape. And that that's where we, we hosted a few birthday parties in there for, you know, through college. That's what we, I think we might have had one of DG's birthdays. Well, there. sticking with the talking about the Manhattan, there was a stabbing there that, our, our senior year. That's it. I mean, damn. Fatal. Rough, yeah. Oh shit, yeah. Oh, fatal. <laughs> some, uh, some, some, somebody was hopped up on drugs and went in there and stabbed the the owner of the bar was in there, oh, stabbed man. the owner. Some, something about drugs. I don't know, drug deal going bad or I don't know. It was, it was sketchy, but uh, killed him. What? And and after that, they shut it down. And then before, I think before we even graduated, that that building got leveled. I mean, there's nothing there now. It's just a parking what the lot. Hell? I didn't. I don't remember. That. Oh, be damn. Yeah. Well, anyways, moving on here, boys. I mean, appreciate you guys talking about. <laughs> we your, could talk about. Yeah, I was about yeah, to say we, we could go on we and PG'd on about that a little bit. The, we the could talk about days, that for a while. But uh, I got something here for you guys, and this this will probably end part one here for us before we move on to part two. You guys are here on Thursday. You guys know Carol Baskin, right? Oh, yeah. The crazy old lady from... Uh, oh, the Tiger King. The Tiger King. Yeah. It's... So, it just came out this week. At her zoo that she... That her zoo she's got called Big Cat Rescue, a staffer got attacked by a tiger this week and almost ripped his whole arm off. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> huh? I mean, wow. What's trending? A staffer at Big you. Cat Zoo... Yeah, what's trending? You know what? A staffer at Big Cat Carol Baskin Zoo almost got his arm ripped off by a freaking tiger. And went off on his ass. So what do you mean? So you, what do you mean by almost? Did it get his I mean, hand? I mean, no, 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 no. We're it's talking about by a we're thread. talking about a thread here. Oh, so basically the same thing happened at Joe Exotic Zoo, right? Yeah, and it just came out like Carol Baskin. She's supposed to be such a great zoo owner. Like she was portraying like she's so much better than Zoe. Joe Exotic, he's in prison. He can't handle a zoo. He can't handle these tigers. Bullshit, bitch. You just you just had your staffer get his fucking arm ripped off. What are we doing here? She was on, what's she on Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, she was on Dancing she's with like, the Stars. I don't know how old she, she is. She couldn't I'm, even walk out there. She's getting twirled around like she's she, gotta be in her she couldn't even move. She couldn't even move. Oh, what are we doing? What is this and world she, coming I to? I mean, she's making millions off this shit, guys. Oh. What are we doing? And she's got staffers out here probably getting paid minimum wage, getting their arms ripped off, feeding meat to these tigers. <laughs> the hell are we doing, DG? It sounds like you're not a Carol fan. I'm not. Yeah. You're a, are you a Joe fan? No, I don't like either of them. I was never big into Not it. into it? Yeah, I didn't really. Did, did you watch the whole documentary? No. Did I, you I, watch any of it? No, I watched highlights. I like that. Like, if you get on, if you, if you get on, you know, YouTube or whatever, you can watch, like, certain parts. Because I remember you told me it was awesome earlier in our podcast episodes when it first came out. I just, I, I tried for the longest time not to watch it. Okay. It was it was really what when it got real popular was back in March when all this COVID, COVID stuff everybody was isolated. Everybody was inside, everybody True. was indoors, they couldn't go anywhere and and that's when it really popped off. And so for like the next month 
and a half. I was just like, it was on Netflix. I said, no, no, I'm not watching it. No, I'm not watching it. And then one day I got sucked in like a tractor beam, just <laughs> sucked me right in. It sounds like Dumb and Dumber. Isn't that, a, isn't that a scene off Dumb and Dumber? Hell, I don't know. It it is. Go ahead. It is. And uh, yeah, I, I I won't say it's awesome because I mean it was just it was just fascinating in the oddest way. You know, it's like it was like a train wreck, and you just couldn't stop watching it. You know, I, it's like you just wanted to you just wanted to know. What happened next, and what you know? What happens next? What, what, so you just keep watching until the thing's done. I mean, that's the same way I that's the same way I felt, DG, and I actually had enough willpower not to watch the piece of shit videos they put on Netflix. But whatever, hey, they made they made millions off of it, oh, and these guys sure. are all stars. Joe Exotic's sitting in prison right now, waiting for a pardon from President Trump. He's asking for pardons. Didn't, didn't he? He ran for governor, I think. That yeah. was in it. That I mean, was he, in the, he, he did it all. What I mean, in the hell? And these people are nobodies, and they're 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 millionaires now because of a Netflix doc Netflix documentary about saving tigers. And now we got minimum wage tiger feeders out here getting their arms ripped off. <laughs> I mean, Carol Baskin's out here dancing with these stars, getting kicked off ABC, and the, I mean, her little seventeen year old. You know, Tommy out here is getting his arm ripped off. Could, could you could you picture Troy feeding a tiger? Troy, you think you could feed a tiger? Yeah, I mean, I I try to, you know, ease up on it. Have you ever seen The Hangover? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've seen E. B. Allen. No, it wasn't Allen that walked in there. It was the guy that lost his tooth. No, it was Alan. No, I think it no, was Alan. Alan seen it first. He went in there to pee. It was the guy with the lost tooth. No, actually, Stu. Stu they told Stu to go in there and give the steak to the to Tyson's tiger, and that's you know I would do something like that. Here, kitty, kitty, like you know, kind of just don't stick your arm in the cage. You just gave like an arm <laughs> thing, dude. You can't stick your arm in there. It's gonna get ripped off like Tommy just did. <laughs> no arm. Holy shit, DG. Any more thoughts? No, I just, um, I'm just surprised you guys didn't bring up some of those, uh, you know, we were talking about college days. I'm surprised you didn't, you know, say any of those good stories. What's well, you're the one that yeah, said nice they silent. In there. You said, no, thank God, dog. Yeah. They quit the golf team when I left. <laughs> Jesus. You should chime in there, Pierce. <laughs> Troy, I think you we teed you up a few times. I mean, that was, Troy, I mean, that was... 15 minutes ago. Sipping squads wondering what the hell we're doing over here. Do we got a structured show or what? Uh, on with the Borfield there, Troy. Let's hear it. Well, I mean, I just didn't think we gave him a good a good segment there with, with college. Well, days. bring us a story then. Bring it back. I mean, you interrupted the Baskin segment. I mean, what are we doing here? You want me to tee you off? Because, I mean, I, I'm... I'm Cocked and loaded over here. I'm ready to tee you up, buddy, because I well, got a lot of stories about you. Well, good. That man. was probably. I think me and DG will agree with this. We probably college was very enjoyable because <laughs> of Troy. Here we go, Simba Squad. Buckle uh, your seatbelts. Troy wanted it. Three one. We're going back to college here. Hell with Carol Baskin. We're going back to the college talk. And uh, I, this is probably my most iconic memory of Pierce. And when we first got to college. TJ, uh, we none of us roomed together. D, DG had his own roommate, and Troy had his own, and, I, and me as well. And uh, we met this good friend of ours. Ours, his name is, uh, his, we'll just call him Billy. And that was Troy's roommate, and they played golf together and stuff. Well, let's just say Troy, 
Troy got to, uh, how do you explain this? Uh, let's just say he let loose when he got to college. He was pretty tame through high school and pretty, pretty, uh, what, a straight arrow? or I, What's, what's yeah, the word I, I'm looking I for? Followed the he, rule, he I followed along. the rule yeah. book. Yeah, he walked along. Yeah, he did. He followed the rule book. Well, I think it's a good might, way to put it. Yeah. There might have been a time that me and DG might have got together and we thought we we need to have an intervention with Pierce, with uh, Troy here. And uh, I think it was about the first two weeks of, of college, you might attended two, maybe three classes out of the first two weeks. You didn't really like to go to the class. Yeah, I didn't attend many classes. If I did, it was... <laughs> I might have had a counting class, so I made sure I went to my accounting class. <laughs> that was your major. Yeah. Yeah, because you are an accountant now. I mean, that was probably important to go to those classes, but all the other stuff, you just yeah, I didn't, didn't feel. Yeah, I didn't need those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, that was that. That's that was the, the thing for me. I, I never seen you, you know, you always walked that straight line, and we got to college, and it would be, I don't know, 10, 10, 30. We'd always check in on each other and stuff, and we'd go to Troy's room, and he's still laying in bed. We're like, you gonna to go to class today? Ah, I'll get there. I'll get there one of these days. <laughs> like it, it, it was, an, it, it almost had to be an intervention. Where why is Troy not going to class? And yeah, all it was whoa. is he was letting loose. I mean, yeah. What were you doing? Why were you not going to class? Was you it, like playing PlayStation? Was it or the what? nightlife? Or yeah, I mean, rock, playing, I mean, we uh, went out. We went out on like a Wednesday in the weekends. <laughs> Me and DG still went to class though. Yeah. But I mean, we would. I would stay up late playing video games. Then, <laughs> Tiger Woods on PlayStation. Yeah, and I was just like, you know, I was just living life at you, that point. He was an eighteen-year-old on his own, let off saying, the leash for the first time. Hell with it! I'm here, baby. Let's do this it. This is a new world. I'm, I'm here. I'm bringing it. I'm bringing it in. Let's I'm do it. paying these son of a guns to come here. I'm yeah. gonna freaking live. Well, I don't. I mean, my my mom kind of paid. For that, so at that point, I didn't even think of money, like that was in the back burner. Now I'm all about like you know. Oh, we know because you went to your accounting classes. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so at that point, is like, dude, I'm just free spirit for for those first couple of weeks, and then I was like, okay, I gotta. Oh, it, I it, gotta get back to. Like I said, them first couple of weeks were. It's uh, let's just say this. I'll preface it this way. I'm no, you know. A student, I'm just an average guy and all this stuff, and uh, but I made sure I went to class, and that and that's, I did that, and I expected Troy. Troy is you know a very intelligent guy, he was a, a good student all through high school and stuff, you know, uh, above par, you know, guy. And uh, when I was attending more classes than Troy, I got a little worried as a friend. I'm like, what is this cat doing? What well, gonna flunk out? It, it was it was a conversation I think me and DG might have had, and if. Uh... If you have a son and one day he decides after high school he's going to he's going to attend Wilmington College. If you had to give him one piece of advice when you drop him off and you move him in. I can't wait to hear this. What what would that be? Uh, I mean, definitely have fun. I mean, I'm I'm not going to say. I mean, I you know, you drop him off and hey, unpack his bags. You give him a hug. What's that last thing you say to him? Man, you kind of put me on the spot there, but I mean, I'm definitely not going to give him like rules to live by. I'm just going to be like, hey, you're on your own, brother. I mean, you're going to live, you're going to see life and it's going to be 
put in front of you, and you gotta you gotta run with it. Hey, what Just, about them ladies? I mean, yeah, you're gonna have some ladies, you know, stop by the crib. Yeah, I mean, stop it, by the dorm. I mean, I don't have to go into that, but it's like, <laughs> I, mean, I think we should. But that's that might have been why Troy wasn't attending class, ladies and gentlemen. That might have been it. I don't know. I didn't see it, but that's what I'm going with. He liked to indulge, indulge a little bit in the after in the nightlife, and he had a little bit of fun. I think. Troy, what are you telling your kids when you drop them off? Besides, you know, you're going to see life. Are you going to tell them to have fun? Are you going to say keep it together, get hit the books? Are you going to just say, hey? It's your life now, son. You you're gonna make your own choices. Keep I in mean, mind, keep in, Let's let's say you're you're footing the bill for half of their yeah. I mean, college yeah, education. I mean, you're, you're invested. It. So I mean, what advice? Yeah, I want to be invested for sure. So I mean, I don't want that to you know go down the drain. Yeah, you know, because I work hard for. You know, we know you work hard for your money, and your grass. What are you gonna tell them, Troy? I mean, I'm definitely going to say to my, you know, if it's a, if I have a son that I want him to go off to college. I don't want him to stay local. Well, we're, we're there. You're we're dropping him off. We're at we're, we're there now. We're dropping your son off to college. You told him he's already going to see life. Is that it, or you got something else to tell him? I mean, I, mean, I have that last piece of advice. What's one sentence you gonna whisper in his ear and just give him a pat on the back and get in your car and take off? I mean, I haven't, I haven't thought that through yet. Are you gonna tell him to have the time of his fucking life, or are you just gonna say, "Hey, go in your dorm room and do your homework"? What are you no, gonna tell I'm him? I'm not gonna say do that. What I'm gonna, gonna say, him? have a good time here. I mean, okay, go, go to class. I mean, attend class, but. <laughs> <laughs> DG is too hard of a question for yeah, him. DG, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking it would be this tough. I, for thought, I thought he would have given the best advice. Okay, what so, would have dropped right. it? All right, you know what? I, I really don't have. Hey, a, Troy, a, how about this? Answer. Troy, how about this? I'll take the weight off your shoulders. Yeah, Roush. I was say, oh, Roush, okay. oh, what would you tell your son as soon as you drop him off? You ask the question. <sighs> what's your answer? See. No yeah, argument. okay. I, I feel a little heat. I, I can I can see this off how Troy, you know, he was this sip and serve podcast. Yeah, we throw heat, son. Yeah, we're, we we're love to bring the heat. Here. Right. What about you, Roush? What would you tell your son? If I had a son, I'd be completely different. Let's just say that. If son. I, a son or a daughter, there'd be two completely different conversations. I 100% agree with you yes. on that. <laughs> There's a way different conversation we're gonna have about that. But a, but a son of mine and knowing the stuff that I experienced and and I don't regret it. I mean, everything that I did, I think it shaped me into the person I am today. And, I agree uh, with that 100%. Yeah, I mean, I think college is some of the I best. I did some dumb shit. That's what scares me, because <laughs> I've done some dumb shit. But, I mean, if I had to drop a one-liner to him and say, uh, you know, son, I'm going to leave you with this and say, you know, just like Troy said, attend class, do all that. But if you can't have fun, stay in bed. Enjoy your time here, but be responsible, you know, ha- have, don't make sure you have your time, but I'm paying for this shit. So go to class. I mean, that's basically. I mean, so basically, say, have but, fun, but don't mess up my money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you want to make sure they pass. I mean, you want to get yeah. a diploma. I mean, I don't. I don't need him to be like summa cum laude or anything like. And don't get me wrong, if he is, hey, great. I mean, if me and my fiance has kids, that'll happen because she's the breadwinner. And she's the she's genius compared to me. But yeah, I mean it. Uh. That I, I think uh, indulge is not too much. Go to class. Uh, that's 
Man, that is that's a hard question. Exactly. I mean, you put, you, you you put Troy and, on the spot, but and, now we're and, putting you on the spot. But, I mean, we'll go no, off that. Don't bring it back to the no, house. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of turning the seat over. But I mean, we can. You can go off that and be like, "Hey, I've had some nights where, you know, you went too hard, type of thing." I mean, you can kind of give tell, your experience. Tell us about the Pierce. Yeah, let's hear it. To where you just, you know, you, you know, you just lost it for a couple of nights, and it's like. Hey, you're going to have to regroup. Get your and, shit together. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know, we've all been there. We've all went on a a little of a wild streak or a bender, if you shall say. I mean, yeah, I just went on a bender this past week, and I went back to work Monday. I said, shit. It's not as easy as it no. was in college, was it? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, we recorded that podcast last Sunday, DG, and you said, what the hell's wrong with you? I said, dude, I'm coming off like a five-day bender, dude. <laughs> I said, I feel like shit. I'm oh, sitting here man. 30 years old, man. I've been drinking for the past four nights. Like, this ain't good. What am but, I doing? <laughs> here I am, Friday night, kicked back, relaxed, ready to roll on the Sip and Serve podcast. But anyway, that's going to do it for part one. We went for an hour and 24 minutes strong there. Just a roundtable segment. Hope you guys all enjoyed it. We're going to leave you with this. We're going to start part two with a cliffhanger. If you guys want to hear Troy's thoughts on a Kazakhstan bodybuilder marrying a sex doll, tune in on Thursday. <laughs> if you could see <laughs> I'm DG. I'm just along for the ride. And I'm Rolski. Stay hot, stay safe, and I'll catch your ass on Thursday. Damn, Troy. What the fuck did he say? (laughs) (laughs) You'll find out, brother. Oh, shit. So we doing part two tonight? Oh, yeah. It's coming up. I'm recording. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Oh, we're going to leave this in. I took it off. Rookie.